0: Hello and welcome to Fine Wine, where I talk about media that may or may have not aged like Fine Wine. I'm the disembodied voice that you're listening to through electric signals into headphones or through speakers. Um, And today I'll be talking about Monstrosity from 1963. Now this film Um, It was pretty short. It's only like an hour and 16 minutes, I think. Not even. It's just 64 minutes. So an hour and four minutes long. Um, It stars um, Marjorie Eaton, Frank Gerstle, Frank Fowler, um, Erica Peters, and Judy Bamber. And then also Xerxes as... Xerxes the cat. Um, so, this film is sort of a horror sci fi film. Um, now, n- not really, but maybe back in the day standards for horror was a bit different. Definitely sci fi. Um, so, we start the film out and we are in a cemetery or a graveyard. Did you know? cemeteries are called cemeteries when it's not attached to a church, but it's called a graveyard when it is attached to a church or a parish. There's your little fact for today. Um, So I think they're in a cemetery since there's no church or religious building there. So they, this one dude and his little henchman guy, this guy is Dr. Frank. He is breaking into the cemetery and he is looking for bodies. He is looking for fresh bodies, and he has his, um, henchman who looks like a werewolf. So that's pretty fun. Um, he acts like, um, a dog. We'll find, you'll find out like why he looks and acts like a dog later, but for now he knocks out the night shift guard and Mr. Dr. Frank is able to snatch a fresh body that's like I don't know I think they say it's only been dead for 16 hours so very very fresh. I don't think they would have been done with like the autopsy by then but they snatch the body and they GTFO and they book it back to their secret base under a mansion so now we get introduced to our main girlies so we have this one lady who is supposed to be a a model from england who has come to the good old us of a to break into the acting scene um and her name is b she came to the u.s under like um The pretense of being a maid. But after working as a maid for a year, she's like, I'm going to be a star. Um, So she sits at the bus station after getting off the plane. And two other ladies come to the same bus station. And they're like... Well, B asks, like, hey, do you know how to get to this address? And B shows the two other ladies. Anita from Mexico and... Nina from Austria She show, So B shows them the little address And they're like oh my god what We're heading to the same place too So they sort of like chat it up they have a little like They have a little kiki you know Um so they're like Let's all just like go together Because you know Carpooling way to save the planet Way to save time and money Um so they head over to the mansion They don't know it's a mansion yet but they do know that they're supposed to be working as maids. So they know that it's going to be like um, a more affluent person. So they like head over to the place where they'll be living and working. And they're like, oh my god, it looks so big. But the thing is, when they show us the, a pan over of the house, you can't see shit. It's, the film, the film reel is, like, so bad, and it's, like, shot in the worst light, so time has just damaged it beyond repair, so you can barely make out, you can barely make out the outline of the house, so you're just, like, they're awing at that? Um, okay, sure. So, they show up to the mansion, and they're let in by the owner of the house, Miss Miss Well, Mrs. Hetty. Mrs. Hetty, she is sort of rude. Well, not sort of. She is rude. She is um, not quite a menace, but she is a bitch. Um, So, Miss Hetty, she lives with her boyfriend, but her boyfriend is more of um, a slave to her. She just runs him around um, because he... Well, she's, like, in a wheelchair, so she can't, like, do anything on by herself because she's also ancient. And um, so she has her little boyfriend, Victor, go around and do the stuff for her. And he stays, not because he loves her, but because he knows if he gets married to her and she dies, he'll get all of her money. And he's like, I just need to get married to her. Um, So, but Miss Hetty knows this, and she is so... um. I don't know. She's such a menace towards him. But she's also a menace towards Anita. Probably because she's um, the only, like, ethnic one out of her three... Out of her three um, candidates. We'll get into the candidates in a second. But... So they get introduced... B, Nina, and Anita get introduced to Miss Hetty and to her boyfriend-not-boyfriend, Victor. Um, And they're like, Welcome, you'll be working for us We'll show you to Your rooms um, Victor comes in and he Makes some rapey comments About the ladies bodies Like um, You, aren't you supposed To be with this older woman And doing it in front of her But Miss Hetty, she's sort of Into it Because we get her reasoning For why she's into it in As like the main plot point Um, So they show the ladies their rooms Their rooms are like Absolutely horrible They have um, B in like some crappy Closet room And then they have Anita Down in a basement And they have Nina Up in the attic So like They prepared like the worst living quarters For all of these girls But then they have fittings for their um, maids outfits. I say fittings in quotations. So, um, Hetty brings the girls in and she's like, strip, get naked. Um, and this is when she examines their bodies. Ew. So she's like looking at them and telling them to undress and show her like all their features. And when she sees Anita's body, she's like, oh my god, that's hideous. I hate you. You're out of here. And that's because Anita has a birthmark on, like, her back. So, well, okay. So, essentially, Miss Hetty's looking for a body replacement. Um, dot, dot, dot. So, then we cut to Otto Frank, the doctor. And he's in his little basement lab. And we learned that the lab is nuclear powered, like nuclear reactor and all. Just, you know, under the in, in the basement and under where you're living. Very healthy living conditions for everyone involved. Um, so we have Mr. F- Dr. Frank and he is. Doing a little voodoo, 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 voodoo with the Bodhi that he just stole from the cemetery the other night. Um, so he puts the body in like a chamber that is all attached to the nuclear reactor. And he makes it go, because what his goal is, is to reanimate the body um, and make it so that you can transfer... transfer, like, consciousness, like, transfer brains into other bodies. So, with the body he just stole, this is his second attempt in, like, the past couple of... This is his third attempt, I think. And Miss Hetty's getting a bit impatient because the police are starting to notice, um, like, who's stealing all of these bodies that are in the cemetery? Um... So Miss Hetty's like, bro, you need to hurry this shit up. Otherwise, I can't keep paying you to do this in my basement because they're gonna catch on somehow. Um, they're gonna see you with your man dog, stealing a body. You know, right under the streetlights, not suspicious at all. Um, so Mr. Doctor, he, his previous body, he fired up the machine. And the body, he accidentally disintegrated it. So that wasn't a great attempt. So Miss Hetty's like, I'm not going to do that yet. Because I don't want to be disintegrated into Ash. Yet. Um. So Otto, Mr. Doctor, he's able to get the body that he just stole. Because he was like, that other body was just not fresh enough. We need a fresher body. And that's why Miss Hetty brought over the three ladies from the various countries um because they need fresh bodies but Otto's like I'm just going to do this one last experiment before we like try this on a living person and he does this on the body that he just stole and he's able to successfully reanimate her body so she's like walking around not like she she doesn't have any consciousness her brain is it's like i think they were like it's too far beyond repair um like she was dead for too long so now she's just a mindless a mindless body walking around somehow still able to send signals to all of her limbs from her brain even though her brain is supposedly like mush at this point but he dresses her up like um a Greek maiden, so in, like, very flowy things, and she just, like, wanders around his laboratory doing whatever, and Hetty comes in, and she's like, bro, why are you just letting her wander around your lab? Isn't that sort of dangerous? But he's like, um, no, she doesn't think so. It's not dangerous. Like, leave out, leave out some corrosive chemicals and... Miss Thing's gonna be a big problem, you know? Um, so we get back to the ladies. Um, back to the ladies getting their fittings. Um, Miss Hetty, she already disqualified Anita, so now she's down to the two blondes. I mean, she's probably gonna choose two blondes anyways, because she's probably, almost definitely racist. Uh, sorry, but, you know. Also, Anita sort of looks like the fish lady from, um, the... The Shakira fish from Shark Tales, or she, and she also looks like Shelley Duvall. Both of them. That's what Anita looks like, and yeah, the, it, like whenever I saw her on screen, I was like, that's just Shelley Duvall mixed with the Shakira fish. Very fun. Lisa Lang. I think Lisa Lang had the best performance in this film. Um, we get more performance from her, even though miss anita is disqualified from the body candidates next top america's next top Hetty body i don't know um so miss Hetty chooses the british girl b as her new shell her new ghost in the shell um and so b is supposed to be british you know um so whenever she speaks she speaks with like an accent. Problem is, is her accent sounds more Southern Belle than it does British. And I don't know. Um, Maybe she's lying that she's from England just to get more jobs, but I don't know. (laughs) I would too, maybe. Um, So because B is the chosen one, Miss like, okay, let's take your stuff out of your old room, out of your old crappy room, and we're going to put you in the most luxurious room because I need you to be spoiled. I need your body to be in, like, the best condition it is, and that means that you have to be not stressed. So we'll have you stay in here. And also, after they got their, like, outfit fittings, all in quotations, they end up not getting any made outfits, which is sort of a cop-out. If I went in for, like, a made outfit fitting and I came out of that empty-handed and just got, um, disqualified because I had a birthmark, I would be pretty, pretty, um, fuming, you know? I mean, who doesn't like free clothes? But they were raw. They have to do... So that so then we see them the next day and they are having to do, like, all the like, polishing of the glasses and polishing of the silver in their own white dresses. Like, come on. That's so rude. At least give them, like, rags to wear so that they don't have to, like, dirty their own outfits that they brought. Ugh. Anyways. So we're into the next day, and Anita isn't with B and Nina doing the dishes and polishing the the amenities of the house. And Nina is like, oh, where is Anita? Uh, this is sort of suspicious, especially because we didn't see anybody leave last night. Um, and Miss Hedy overhears this, and she's like, oh, Anita just left. You don't have to worry about that. Um... So Nina is still very suspicious of that. So she um, go, She sneaks off, um, and she is like, where could Anita have gone? She did, she's not from here. She doesn't know anybody here. What could she have been... Like, what happened to her? So Nina, she sneaks into the basement and opens the door to Anita's old um, basement room, her Harry Potter staircase basement room, and Nina finds that all of Anita's belongings are still in there, so she obviously could not have left. So Nina runs to be, and she's like, bro, um, Miss Hetty's lying, Anita's stuff is all still in her room, something's super sus around here, um... So they're both now sort of just like Suspicious, on edge, and um, Like Not They're not like hmm. I don't know, they're suspicious and on edge That's all you need to know Um, (laughs) So, Anita She has been turned over to Good old Mr. Doctor um, Because They're like now that we've suc- successfully, like, reanimated a body, now we need to try it on, like, a living being to see if it actually, like, works on that. Because Miss Hetty's like, I'm not putting... Even though you were able to, like, reanimate that other dead girl, I'm not putting my own life in danger yet. Yet. Um, until I know that it, like, really works. Um... But Victor's like so against this because he's like, if she dies and we haven't gotten married yet, I don't get my money. Um, but Frank, he still tries to, um, he still tries to get it on with some of the, some of the other ladies. Well, with Nina and B, they're the only two other ladies in the house right now. So he still tries to flirt with them and stuff. But they're like, you know, you shouldn't really be doing this, dude. But I think B and Victor kiss at one point. Uh overall, Victor's just such a douche. Um, but so Do- Mr. Doctor, he has Anita. Um, but Anita's not dead. She lives through most of the movie. Yeah, she lives at least for 40 of the 60 minutes. Um, and they take Anita and Miss Hetty's cat Xerxes. And they switch their brains so now Miss Anita is a cat she's a cat lady is she a cat lady from the moon? not quite but she could fit the part but now she's acting like a cat and she's like purring and like rubbing her face against like the legs of of the doctor and Victor but not Miss Hetty because Xerxes hated Mrs. Hetty Xerxes was like you never you not you but he so like anita like hisses and like claws at miss hetty when when she has her brain as the cat and miss hetty's like bro what the hell but then the dog's like oh yeah well xerxes always hated you anyways so don't worry about that but that means that this is successful like xerxes still thinks like xerxes the cat um, and then he's also like, look at this, Mrs. Hetty. So he puts a mouse on the floor and he lets Miss Anita go at it. So Anita like snatches the mouse and eats it whole. Like, ew. And Miss Hetty's like, that's disgusting. Why did you even show me that? But um, the doctor did it because he's like, She has all the characteristics and some of the biological functions of the cat now. I don't know how that works, because, um, you know, switching the brain doesn't mean that you're gonna suddenly, like, grow whatever has been, like, a tat- like, well, I can't say anything about this, because this isn't real technology, babe, but- why does it. Why would switching your brain with a cat suddenly make it so that you can grow like cat claws and like have cat balance and stuff? Your body's not built for that. And that's why the dog guy, the dog henchman, looks like all hairy and stuff. It's because he had his brain switched with a dog. So he like grew fur and stuff and like grew a dog nose. But how does that work? I mean, I guess it works for like, um. I guess, um, the horror aspect. But Anita, she doesn't grow any extra hair or, like, a cattail or cat ears or anything. If you're gonna have that be, like, the way that the brain switching works in this universe, like, go full out. Give Miss Anita a catwoman makeover. Make her sexy cat lady. Sexy catwoman. You know? But Anita's now cat. And they just let Anita, like, roam around on the property, like why why are you just letting her roam around now um but the doctor miss hetty victor and anita they all clear out of the dungeon um brain switching lab and they're just going about their business now nina and b they're like oh my god what do we do anita's gone and we're, like, scared because they also told us not to go outside because the dog guy's, like, roaming around outside because he's, like, I guess their guard guy. They don't have to pay him, so it's, like, a good deal for them, but... How do they how do they not get eaten by him? But the doctor has, like, an electric pro- cattle prod thing to use to shock the dog and stuff. But he's like, he only listens to me. Sure, then why do you have the electric cattle prod? Um... But Bea and Anita are up in the, are up in their room, like, talking, like, bro, what do we do? This is so sus. And they see a lady in, like, a white, flowy dress wandering outside. Um, So they're like, what? There's not supposed to be another girl, is there? Or is that Anita? So... They run outside together to check on it. Uh, This is after they accidentally open the lab, by the way. They they, they leave the lab door unlocked um, because apparently the doctor doesn't think that it's a good idea to actually put a door that's secure on the lab that has the nuclear reactor and the mindless zombie girl wandering around. Like, that stuff's not important enough or dangerous enough to warrant something that's not um, a hatch. Like, a lock hatch. One of those little flimsy chain things. So, they accidentally let loose the girl. And then when they see her outside, they're like, oh my god, is that Anita? So, they go outside. And the girl, since she's just walking at, like, slow speeds because I guess her brain can fire the signals, but it can't fire the signals to go any faster. She ends up getting mauled by the, by the, um, dog boy and the professor, the professor, the doctor sees this and he's like, wait, what? So he like goes over to the dog and he's like, bro, stop that and starts like tasing him with the cattle prod. And he's like, "Ugh, now I have to clean this up. So now we have the dead body that we saw at the beginning. Now she's finally dead again. Um, But B and Nina saw this and they're like, oh, that girl just got killed. Like, oh, my God. Then what could have happened to Anita? She must have been killed as well. So, for some reason, Miss B thinks it's a great idea to be wandering outside after she saw what happened to the zombie girl getting mauled by the dog boy she thinks it's a bright idea to like wander around outside so she's sitting at the gazebo miss b her brain is about as good as her accent not at all so she's sitting at the gazebo and who comes over but miss anita miss anita comes over and she's like climbing over the place she's like acting like a cat and she gets up to the top of the wire gazebo, and Bee's like, Anita, what are you do- doing? Are you okay? Anita is just like hissing at her and like, and like scratching at her. Um, and Bee's still like, No, Anita, please, are you okay? So she starts climbing the z- gazebo too. Like, huh? Why would you climb the gazebo as well, when you can talk to her perfectly fine from the ground? There's nothing in the way. But as B is climbing the gazebo, Miss Anita scratches out Miss B's eyeballs. So now Miss B falls down and she's like, oh my god, my eyes, help me, I'm like hurting so bad. So Miss Hetty is like, oh god damn it, that was the body I was gonna choose. So she is definitely not happy. So now she can only use Nina as her next body. And now she's down to one girl, because the other girl has a birthmark. The other girl is now blind, and now she only has Nina, the short, the short blonde from Austria. Um, so Miss Hetty is like, "Oh my God, this just happened!" So now I'm locking you in, the, in your room because this happened because y'all were wandering around. So she locks Miss Nina in her room. Doesn't lock the windows though, just the door, <laughs> and the and the rooms rooms on the second floor. Like, you could have thought this through a bit, Miss Hetty. Um, but Anita, Anita's still wandering around, even though she scratched out Bee's eyes with what claws. What claws. We don't even see the claws. <sighs> they used all of their SFX budget on the dog boy, I bet. So we... Anita, well, so Anita gets onto the roof, and Miss Nina, she hears a little bit of, like, clink clanging above her and she's like well what is that what could that be so get it what could that be (laughs) so she walks out onto well she doesn't walk out she leans out of the window and she sees none other than anita above her and she's like oh my god anita what are you doing what are you doing why are you on the roof and anita's still just like kissing at her like (sighs) being all cat like but then Anita loses her footing and falls to her death. And Nina sees all of this. This is happening. Anita falls right past Nina. So this girl has seen two deaths in, like, the past day and a half. So she's traumatized. She's like, oh, my God, what the hell? Um, So she's like, oh, well, I'm just going to go to bed. (laughs) So she is now, like, out for the count. She's, like, going to sleep. Uh, And Miss Hetty's like, okay, well, the cat brain transfer worked. Let's get this done now. We're running out of time. Because Miss Hetty's now worried because she only has one body left. The other two bodies have, like, gone to shit because they're taking so long with them. So Miss Hetty's like, let's get this done and dusted. And the doctor is like, okay, but let me just preserve Bee's eyeball. Because who knows? Maybe in the future we'll be able to like salvage it. So he like puts it in the freezer um, along with Anita's brain because they didn't put Anita's brain back in they didn't put Anita's brain into the cat and they have the cat body also frozen. So they have the cat body bee's eyeball and Anita's brain. Hmm. So they are like okay then let's get this procedure done. Yep. Let's do it. So they get Nita, who is already asleep, and they, tie, they strap her down to the operating table, and they're like, okay, are you ready, Mrs. Hetty? So Mrs. Hetty also gets onto a table, and they are getting ready for the brain transfer. Um, Victor, he tries to stop it, because he's like, oh my god. What are you doing to B? Because he's like sort of fallen for B because they kissed. Um, But Miss Hetty is like, no, you're not going to ruin this for me. So she stabs him. This old lady that can't even walk, she gets up and like kills a man. Kills like a man half her age, probably like a hundred times his strength. And she's able to conk him out like literally without a struggle. Honestly, that's queen shit. Miss Hetty's a queen. She's graduated from menace to queen. She's a girl boss. Miss Hetty girl boss. Um, so Miss Hetty is now ready for... Oh yeah, so that's like the third, third death. Fourth death. Fourth death if you count the already dead girl. Um, so we have Hetty ready for the operation and Nina unwillingly ready for the operation. So Otto is ready to do the procedure. So he injects both of them with, like, anesthetic. I don't think... That wouldn't be enough. But he injects them with, like, to knock them out. Um, And he's sort of hesitating because he's like, God, all this awful shit's been happening because of these experiments. I sort of feel bad about it, dude. So instead, he takes Mrs. Hetty's consciousness and puts it into the cat body that they still have. Plot twist, he spares Nina's life and um yeah, he spares Nina's life. Um puts Mrs. Hetty into a cat and then he goes into his little chamber to like um fiddle around with the other bodies because he still has more experiments to do. When Mrs. Hetty wakes up in the cat body of Xerxes, she obviously is not per <laughs> she's not parised oh that was bad um, so she is like oh my god you absolute bitch to, to Otto and also to Nina because she doesn't have Nina's body anymore well she didn't get Nina's body um, so she locks Frank Dr. Otto Frank in, in the chamber um, and turns on the machine to disintegrate him I don't know why it wouldn't transfer his consciousness into something else, even though that's what the machine is supposed to do, but it disintegrates him. Um, And by this time, Nina's starting to wake up as well, and B is just... Well, B was transferred from the operation room to the bedroom, to her bedroom, so that she wouldn't be like a nuisance, because too many bodies in the basement, you know, everyone has that problem. Um, so she wakes up and she's like, bro, this is some wicked shit happening because she knows the plan between of transferring like Nina's body to Mrs. Hetty. So she's like, I have to go help Nina right now because she was conscious while all of the eye operation stuff was happening. So she stumbles her way down into the lab and undoes Nina's um, restraints. And she does this all while, like, blind, which is, like, that's girl boss. That is the definition of girl boss. Um, so Mrs. Hetty, she kills Otto. Um, this is her second kill in the film. All of her kills happen, by the way, within, like, the last 20 minutes. That's girl boss as well. Um, so she kills Otto, and she sets off the nuclear reactor, Because it has a failsafe just in case um, the police catch on to the secret body lab. They have, like, a self-destruct button. You know, also a safe thing to have under your house. It's super safe to have a nuclear reactor that has a self-destruct button under your house. You know. Um, So Mrs. Hetty presses that button to destroy everything in the house because she is... I don't know why, Um, because her plan is to escape and eventually find a way to put her her brain into some other lady's body eventually. So she just destroys all of the progress that they've made and she expects to somehow get back to this point in the future. But Nina is like still sort of woozy from the anesthetic. So she's like stumbling around. But B is like, we have to get out of here now Mrs. Hetty has just set off the self-destruct. We have to get out. Well, not Mrs. Hetty, but the cat. The cat's just set off the self-destruct. So, since B's slower, like, Nina runs ahead of her. And she's like, hurry up, babe. You're gonna die by the explosion. But a bit of machinery falls onto Miss B, and she is... She's now dead because, you know... well, Well, not, you know. Well, she's dead because... Machine falls on her. So now our last survivor is Nina and Mrs. Hetty as a cat. Um, So Nina runs out of the building right before it explodes, followed, well, cattailed by Mrs. Hetty. And we see the house explode. All the evidence gone as well. Ma'am, it's supposed to be a nuclear explosion. Wouldn't that explosion be much bigger? This is after... And this is after... um, we already saw, like, the nuclear explosions of, like, World War Two, so they should have known that it would have been, like, a bigger, a bigger boom, but no, it's just, like, a house fire. <laughs> the nuclear reactor just makes, like, a house fire. Also, nuclear, radioactive ash and stuff. Sorry, Nina, but you're gonna be dead in a fortnight. So Nina runs off, free from... The living hell that she was just in followed by Mrs. Hetty who plans to take her body somehow in the future. And that is the end of the film. Now that was a trip wasn't it? It sounds very boring from the way I explained it and it was. (laughs) Luckily it was only 64 minutes Um, but there's a reason why why Monstrosity from 1963 had a 2.9 on IMDb there's a reason for everything. Um, and this film being bad was definitely the reason for the 2.9. Um, but I guess it had some, no, it didn't have some fun stuff. It had, it had, it was a film for sure. It was a film for sure. Anyways, I hope I can whine to you guys next time.